Welcome. I'm Sarah Pollack. And I'm Quinn Faison. And together, we coach parents of preteens, teens, and young adults at Plan P. We have been there and done that. And when the going got tough, the P was for many things and always for practice, patience, and pause. The work that we do now as coaches has the full support and approval of both of our amazing children and teachers, Ellie and Harrison. So if you're a parent, you've come to the right place. We're going to give you tools to practice clear communication with your children, which will improve your relationships. We are so honored and excited to have you join us on this incredible journey where learning is in the pause and perfection is found in the practicing. Let's get moving. Welcome to the Plan P podcast. We're so glad you're here for what we hope is yet another week of fascinating conversation. And we're grateful for the feedback that we get that this is helpful information that it gives you something worth listening to again. Yeah. So last week we talked about our tattoos, which raised the question of, did we really think it was okay for young people, I mean, fill in the age that you're concerned about, to get tattoos? And when would it be okay? And of course, uh, opinions about that abound. So you know what? Parenting win. Harrison... (laughs) Waited till he was 18 to get it. And you know what 18-year-olds do? Whatever they want. (laughs) Like, there's a lot that kids can do to get under your skin, basically. (laughs) And if you look back, every generation, the new, the young generation is upsetting the older generation because they want something different. Jazz. The hippies had long hair and wore, and the women wore pants. I mean, my God. And, you know, piercings and gauges and new music, right? Jazz was a big upset. Rock, Rock and roll. roll hip hop. 50 years of hip hop. Women took off their, their corsets. That's right. I mean, that so, was a, a, appalling, I'm sure, at the time. I wasn't around then. Yeah. I it's, mean, so so each generation does sort of buck the generation above them. And yeah, these are very natural things. And and if it's not tattoos, there will be something that they will want to do that is going to make you think, oh my God, no. Because these are the years of striking out on their own independence. I remember Allie had a preschool teacher when they were very little and she was in med school. So going to become a doctor Mm -hmm. and she had tattoos and one of the parents there was so like, I remember walking out with our babies under a year old. And she said, oh, no, she's basically, she's really limiting her options by all those tattoos. Hmm. Now, that was 28 years ago. Her options aren't limited by her tattoos. No. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. You see you sleeve, know, people with sleeves everywhere now. Yeah. I mean, she is uh, part of that generation. And now our kids are part of the next generation where that is completely the norm engaging. I'm glad that wasn't out there when I was a teenager, because who knows what I would have done. (laughs) Right. It's part of the arc of life, right? It helped me. It helps me not to think of it as a rebellion against just the generation above, but also the world changes. 
a lot of concerns now are, but they're permanently disfiguring themselves, Sarah. Yeah. As parents, a lot of parents are, will be concerned about the impact of this tattoo, this gauge, this piercing. And what we are talking about is that might not have any impact. Right. <laughs> we don't know what's going to happen. Right. Because because the world will have moved on and this this thing will not be as big a deal. Right. And tattoos can be removed or you can have them do something over it. Yeah. Like you could take out piercings and you can get tattoos where you cover them with clothes. I mean, less people have tattoos on their faces and up their necks. Yeah. And I think the other thing about a lot of these are, again, generational. It's a sign of disrespect. Mm. And in some ways it absolutely is. I, but I would say it's not disrespect. It's, it is that growing into your own generation, right? Each generation is finding its own identity. And so there, it's going to be different than the last generation. And there we are with belonging. Right. They want to belong. Yep. Everyone's got a tattoo, mom. Yeah. And music, I would put music and hairstyles and clothing styles. I remember hating the SAG, which you still see a little bit, but it's not as rampant as it was at one point. Everybody was saggy pants, yeah. running, holding their pants. I mean, it was, I thought, a little crazy. Yeah, there's still, and there's still a fair amount of that out there. Yeah, no, I it's mean, still fashion, my guess about that fashion as someone who often wears <laughs> pants that are way <laughs> too big, I mean, I don't have to hold them up because I wear a belt usually. Right. But um, to me, fashion is a different kind of expression. But one could argue that tattoos and piercings are fashion as well. Yeah. No, I I think they're all about a new style, right? Finding the, your own style, which is your generation style, because they'd like to think they're all unique, but really they're all part of the crowd at the same right. time. You know what else I just thought of? I'm like, you know, the 60s are coming back. The 80s are coming back. Whatever yeah. is coming back. Is coming back. Right. They come back in the a slightly new way. Yep. I don't know if, if you've ever seen the movie To Serve With Love. She does music. I do movies. There's a moment where Sidney Poitier is teaching these kids who are obstreperous. And, and he's like, there is nothing new under the sun. Your haircuts you think are so modern. And he takes them to the museum and shows them That's their right. haircuts. Yep. So... Yeah, all that's old is new again. Right. And they want to rebel. Right. So I think the the underlying thing that we would say about this really is pick your battles. Is this really an important thing? I mean, I, I think giving them guidance, reminding them that a tattoo is forever. It's another opportunity to have the conversation. Maybe they may come back home one day having With not it. spoken <laughs> to you about it. At, at all. all. Yeah. And I know at least one parent who was like, I'm going to sue that. I'm going to, they're a lawyer, this parent and their child got a tattoo under 18. And you know, what are you going to do? You're going to sue the tattoo artist. I mean, you could, how would that improve your relationship with your child? <laughs> yeah. If what you want is to work, to build a relationship with your burgeoning adult is burgeoning the right word. Yes. Okay. Thank you. Um, <laughs> with this child who will be hopefully in your life 
for the rest of your life. These are the years where you get to build it. And this year could be in their teens. You could be talking to us when you've got kids in their 20s or even 30s. Right. Like you can always rebuild relationships. So that's one important thing, I think, to remember. Just like you can cover tattoos, you can keep building this relationship. You can say, yep, that that tattoo isn't so terrible after all. I'm sure I won some serious cred when I got my first tattoo and Harrison was like, show me that again. Show me that again. <laughs> what? Because I got my first tattoo before Harrison got their first, his first. Really? Yeah. Harrison didn't get his first till he was back from the ranch and back from the wilderness and back from all of that. Yeah. Okay. He had a stick and poke. We saw the stick and poke. Right. When he was there. A cube. A fairly <laughs> inoffensive item on his... Well, where it is doesn't matter. It's not. It's somewhere he could reach and he could do it himself. Right. So this is an opportunity to have the conversation. And if your kids haven't gotten them yet, you can have the conversation. What do they think about them? Right. You just get to listen. Because <laughs> they may... Someone will take their money and give them a tattoo, probably, if yeah. they're dead set on it. Well, and if they're dead set on it, well, I mean... One of the things, and this is a strategy my parents used for my sister wanting to pierce her ears, was when you hit this age, you can, you know, we will pay for it kind of thing. Mm. And it gave her the a period of time for them to be sure that she was serious about it, that it wasn't just a passing. Because those holes in your phase. ears, oh my goodness gracious, you'd have holes in your ears forever. Sorry. Yeah. But in the scheme of things relatively now that seems like it seems crazy now but at the time it was not done in the society that my father ran in it oh. was done in the society <laughs> that my sister ran in you know yeah. so that it's that generational right thing it's a funny thing that perspective yeah wasn't done in proper society proper society didn't have tattoos proper yeah. society is, is is all tatted yeah it's it's not what it used to be in terms of holding up those social barriers. Yeah. I think you were the one who taught me to resist is to persist. What you resist persists. Ah, yes. That. So, yeah. If you fight against things, often that just makes them more sure that they want it. Right? It's the idea oh, of, of right. not slander. You know, even if you hate the the girlfriend boyfriend yes i was gonna say you this do, you do not say oh my god that person is awful because that just ensures that they will be with them you know it's romeo and juliet right yes 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 what you resist persists yeah and definitely during the adolescent years these are years where there's no way to play the game to try and manipulate them to do it your way right that can be tattoos that can be attire, that can be like endless amounts of things. My father told me to read this great book when I was in high school. I will mispronounce the name of this Willa Cather novel because my father and I still to this day pronounce it differently. <laughs> so I will not mention the book for fear I got it wrong. And I will say that, you know, it took me 15 years to read that book. Oh, it's a nice book. It's a lovely book. But yes, there. if you engage in the conversation, and if you, as parents, front load, right? Think about these things, they're coming up right. in advance. 
oh, the kid's going off to high school. Tattoos might be a thing. Some parents are bringing their children to the tattoo parlor in the same way that some parents may let their children drink, may let their children do other things. Think about it in advance, as much front-loading as you can get as parents. Then you'll be able to know what to say when they say, I want to do this. Right. You'll be able to respond rather than react. And another thing, if you haven't front-loaded this, if this conversation comes up at the dinner table tonight, (laughs) magic words. You know, you've got a point. Let me get back to you on that. Can I think about it? There are all these little things that you can do just so that you can, oh, think about it. Right. Give yourself a little bit of space. You do not Not, have to have the answer right away. And not tell them they're wrong. Right. Not tell them they're right. Doesn't have to be that battle. It can just be a simple matter of let's continue this conversation. And I like what you said about like, would you be willing to work, wait till you're 18? Right. If that's what the parent wants. Yeah. We know plenty of parents who've gotten tattooed with their children yeah. under 18. Yeah. My not a right or wrong. There's not a right or wrong. They're going to do some of that stuff that they're going to do in the scheme of things. How important is it? Right. Because you don't know what the world is going to be like in 20 years. And it's just like, oh, the things those kids wore when they were children. And by which I mean Harrison and Allie. More so Harrison as a small person. There was nothing like that outfit where he he looks a little like um, he should be at the PGA tournament or something. That's oh, golf, right? Yeah, because he's got the green blazer. He's got like a green blazer that we got at a thrift shop and a... The, some Hawaiian shirt underneath that's a completely clashing green and he's got his hair sort of slicked over and I'm pretty sure he had like uh, basketball shorts and cowboy boots. You pick your battles, mom. You pick your battles, dad. You pick your battles, auntie. Do you want to pick your battle? Are there some times when you can't take off a tattoo? Yes. How how many places and times that's going to matter? Well, apparently you can actually, to your point, get it removed at that time if you want to. Yeah. You know, if you make decisions, if your kids make decisions now that they regret later, you can be the one who can help them understand that these are decisions. You may regret them later. You can make peace with them later, too. Yeah. This week's practice is actually really simple. It's to think about what you wanted to do as a teenager that your parents balked at. And it can be anything. It can be attire. It can be joining the glee club or the theater or... Right. I love that your father says he rebelled by listening to classical music because his parents were into jazz. Yep. They were into show tunes. I, show, I don't well, know if it was jazz. I don't know what they were into. All to say his way of rebelling was to not smoke, not drink, and listen to classical music. Right. Which would have made some parents really happy. Right. I don't know how his parents felt about it. He made it through school so they were happy right Right. they were living their own life yeah but what was the rebellion that you had or the the place of contention you had with your parents and is that important now would you know would you still like jazz right yeah do you regret the tattoo did you get it covered up yeah so think about that because i think that will help you put in perspective what your kids want well it'll bring you awareness yeah. To your point. And I think that that, being aware that these years pass. They do. So keep practicing. Remember, 
Change takes time. And patience. And practice. <laughs> Thank you so much for tuning in to Plan P. We hope that you enjoyed this episode and gained some valuable takeaways that you can practice this week. And remember, change takes time and practice. To stay connected with us and ensure you never miss an episode, make sure to hit that subscribe button and share our podcast with friends, family, or any other parents who could benefit from our discussions. You can also keep up with all things Plan P on Instagram and TikTok at Plan P is for. If you have any burning questions or specific topics which you'd like us to address on the show, please just email us at connect at planp.us. If you want to talk to one of us, go to our website at planp.us to learn about us and schedule your free coaching session online. All details and links will be in the show notes. We can't wait to reconnect with you on the next episode. See you next week.